0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at LifeChurchUK.org Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. You know the truth is the title of this devotion. You know, you have to sometimes tell yourself or as Paul would say when you're in a spiritual conflict, which is unavoidable living in this world, you have to gird up your loins with the belt of truth. Gird up your loins with the belt of truth. You see, you gotta know in your spirit, no, I know. (laughs) I know. I know what God. I know. You know, it's like Brother John Osteen, who's in heaven since 1999, he was such a spiritual father to Virginia and I, uh, as was my natural father who's in heaven and, and of course my mother is. But Brother Osteen, one time I heard him say, I will never act like God doesn't care and like he is not there. Again, he one time said, I will never act like God does not care and like he is not there. And that statement he made stuck with me. Oh, and boom, went right into my nature. And that is part of, I know the truth. No, no, I know my father loves me. It's kind of like when Gabriella, our daughter in 1998, went to be with Jesus. Both Virginia and I had not one moment a thought that God didn't love us or wasn't there for us or didn't care about us. The opposite. We hid ourselves in his love. We we comforted ourselves in his care. We committed the whole situation into his care. We knew that Gabriel is with him in heaven. Heaven to us is so real. We, We live from the life that comes from heaven in us. We're heavenly beings. We live a life that is holy and undefiled, that doesn't fade away and is reserved for us in heaven and now imparted by the Holy Spirit. We live from heaven. We are from heaven. We're pilgrims on earth. We're citizens of heaven, Ephesians 2:18. So, so there's absolutely no doubt about it. Our Gabriella is with Jesus in heaven. Our children are sanctified by our faith, the scripture says. So we committed her to the Lord and, and we thank him, Jesus, that he has. When Gabriella's heart was beating for about 30 minutes before it stopped beating, and my hand was on her little bitty chest, and I could bum, 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 bum. That heart was beating, and Virginia was holding her. We were just sitting there as she was about to depart. And we were quiet. And I said in my heart, Lord, my foot is on the Jordan. I'm trusting you to part the water. My foot is on the Jordan. The Jordan represents the death that we have down here so that we can enjoy the life up there. And we embrace the death of here. Blessed are those who have died. Blessed are the dead, it says in Revelation 14, I think it is. And I was saying in my heart, Lord, my foot is on the Jordan, like Joshua placed his foot on the Jordan, not until his foot was on the Jordan, on the waters did it depart for them. I said, Lord, my foot is on the Jordan and I'm waiting. And as I'm standing there with my hands on her heart and Virginia is holding her dear Gabriella, my son Joshua, who I think was 14 years old or something like that at that moment, 13, 14, he said, all of a sudden, he said, in the beginning, God said, that there be light and there was light. And when he said that, the presence of Jesus manifested. Oh, instantly we all began to weep. And then Josh said, don't be afraid, Gabriella, don't be afraid, Gabriella. And he began to sing, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And he was singing, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And he kept singing it and singing it with a heavenly melody, with a sound that came from the throne of God, as if God through Uh, by Christ Jesus was interceding through Joshua in that moment. And the glory of the Lord filled that whole room and her heart stopped beating. And we were weeping, knowing that Gabriella was taken up into the bosom of the Father where she is being kept until the day we will see her when Jesus appears and will bring her and all the saints who died in the Lord with him as it is written in First Thessalonians. Oh, my goodness, friends, what a glory. What a glory. We know the truth. We know the truth. We know the truth. Come on. I feel the Holy Spirit talking to someone listening today, watching, and maybe you're going through something that really is challenged to truth. But you know the truth and listen to this scripture. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20, okay? 1 John 2, 20. You have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. You know the truth is really what it says there. You know the truth. Verse 20, yeah, you know the truth. Verse 27, the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, lives in you, will never leave you. And you do not need anyone to teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and not a lie, just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. You know the truth because you have the inward witness of the spirit of truth. Jesus said in John chapter 14, excuse me, John chapter 15, Verse 26, when the helper, the Holy Spirit, comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify for me. You see, the anointing you have is the Spirit of Truth that proceeds from the Father, that's living inside of you, where you have an inward witness, an inward perceiving, an inward knowing. Jesus said here in John, chapter 18. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Jesus, for your word to light up our path and illuminate our steps to know exactly I'm standing on holy ground. I'm walking in the will of my Father. I know the truth. I know the truth. Say it. I know the truth. Oh, praise God, you do know the truth because you have the Spirit of Christ's life in you, bearing witness, and that is the Spirit of truth. Jesus said to Pilate when he stood before him, Are you, Pilate, excuse me, said to Jesus when he stood before him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born and for this cause I've come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And Pilate said to him, what is truth? And when he had said this, he went out once again to the Jews and said, I find no fault at all in him. You know, there's a few things, of course, you could look at when you read that. But one thing that I, every time, get so moved by is that Jesus, at that moment of suffering when he had been so brutally chastised, was trying to help Pilate, was trying to connect with him. But Pilate was too preoccupied with his daily challenges to hear the truth when it was right there in front of him. And you and I can do the same. We can sometimes get so muffled in our perception, in our understanding, because we get so preoccupied with the stresses of this life, that the truth could be looking us in the eyes and speaking straight into our heart, but, but we don't connect with it. Jesus, likened this to the thorns and thistles, the stresses of this life that choke the Word of God and keep it from producing the fruit that it was destined to. And I want to encourage you today, don't allow yourself to get so muffled, so so dim in your comprehension that you don't recognize the truth anymore. Jesus said, those who are of the truth hear my voice, they connect with me. There's a connection, there's there's a connection. Oh, how I know this way of living and long to live in this with you, with anybody and everybody. I long for this. I I, I live in this with Virginia and I must have it with her and I don't want anything to undermine it. And to me, that's more important than anything else. Because how can we work together unless we are in agreement, Malachi? Micah says, how can two walk together unless they agree? What causes you to agree? is not that you look at everything from the same perspective. No, you look at it one way, I look at it another way. But it's the Spirit that has made us one. It's by one spirit we're baptized into one body, even though we are different members, even though we have different emphases and different maybe responsibilities in the kingdom of God and work in different places and and have our own sphere of influence. And yet we connect in the spirit together. Why? Because it's the same spirit that's joined us together. Let me go back to 1 John chapter 5 that I was reading chapter 2, 1 John, but I want to go to chapter 5, verse 18 of 1 John. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin, but he who has been born of God keeps himself, and the wicked one does not touch him. We know that we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding that we may know Him who is true and we're in Him who is true in His Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. You know the truth. Jesus is the truth. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life in John 14, verse 6. You know the truth. You're in it and it's in you. And it's by that incredible spirit of truth, you're being kept. You're being kept from the wicked one who is in this world constantly trying to capture our imagination and capture our desires and capture our thoughts and draws away from our intimacy with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and create contentions and stresses in our relationship so we misjudge one another and and not know the truth anymore. You know you have to sometimes just. Ombra cedere dia, morro dia, noro sobrebele belle braccio sombre becendo loco, ombra cadere dia, dos sombre belle prendere, cadrò lo sombre de degadro Father, Father, You are the truth in me. I know You, Father, dwelling with me and in You. Oh, Father, thank you for granting me to dwell in you, to be one with you, Father, and for being one with me and helping me to perceive and recognize the truth for you are the only true living God. And I worship you, Father, and here comes the light of the life of his spirit manifesting in your mortal body. Here comes the understanding of his, of his Spirit, of His living Word, enlightening the eyes of your understanding, illuminating the thoughts of your heart and mind, and cleansing your heart from any consciousness of frustration, irritation, or moral conflicts. Oh, and now you can recognize the truth, and boom, you connect with others in the Spirit. It is our communion with the Father that gives us relationship with one another and maintains that relationship. Oh, my dear friends, this is so sweetly true, so sweetly wonderful. Let me close with you here from Jesus' high priestly prayer in John 17, okay, where Jesus says in verse 19, and for their sakes, Father, I sanctify myself. Let's start at verse 15. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one, the wicked one. They are not of the world just as I'm not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth, Father. Let them inwardly know your thoughts, your words, living in their hearts and in their minds, Father, so that they can be kept by your truth, you see. Your word is truth. As you send me into the world, I've also sent them in the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself so that they also may be sanctified in the truth. Jesus Christ, has done the hard work of being separated perfectly until the Father and living in the consciousness of His holiness as He offered Himself for us, so that by the very same Spirit that He overcame any obstructing forces that keeps you from enjoying the knowledge of the truth, you now through Jesus Christ may know, know the truth, that you may know the truth. And you have the inward witness and you're being kept And yes, you may say, you know, Pastor Robert, I could do better in my praying. I could do better in my Bible reading. I could do better in showing the love of Jesus for others. And yet you have that witness of the truth in you. So you could see that you're actually enjoying the knowledge of the truth, not because of your own perfect devotion, but because you now are sharing the sanctification you have through Jesus. So as Paul would say in 1 Corinthians, Christ has been made unto us righteousness, sanctification and redemption, wisdom, so that we may have something to boast about in Him before the Father. Father, I worship you in this wisdom of perceiving, recognizing and acknowledging you, Father. I worship you in this perfect righteousness and peace and joy with you. I worship you in a life wholly sanctified unto you, Father. My whole spirit, soul, and body are yours, First Thessalonians five twenty three, twenty four. 24. Father, I worship you, and you're, you're in this worship of whom Christ is in you and through you. And as you live in that, I guarantee you'll see it spill over into your relationship with others. Amen. Have a good day.